0: hello and welcome back to another episode of diabetics doing things we are telling the amazing stories of people with diabetes from all over the world and i'm very excited to introduce our next guest who is part of our diabetes creators series that we're doing on the podcast the very funny very cool amy shea welcome to the show
1: hello (laughs) Uh, excited to have you i'm excited to be here
0: and for many of our listeners who aren't watching this interview, you probably know Amy best as type one, Amy on Instagram, uh, because I know many of her, uh, I see many of her videos, uh, all over and really love the perspective that you offer on diabetes. So Amy, tell us a little bit about yourself. I know you have, uh, recently been diagnosed in the last four or five years, if I'm not mistaken. And, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what your diagnosis with diabetes was like?
1: Yeah, I was pretty recently diagnosed. I was diagnosed in and at the end of 2018. So I was 25. And uh, I was back in Asia, in Taiwan with my family. And that was when I was diagnosed with DKA. And I was put into the hospital for like over a week. And I had DKA plus pneumonia. So like um it was definitely a struggle <laughs>
0: yeah you <laughs> were sick shock. for sure
1: <laughs> yeah. it was a shock for everybody because like um uh, there was no type 1 diabetics in a family Um, it's only type 2s. um so yeah it was like really really difficult um i previous before the diagnosis i had all the symptoms of diabetes, but I had no idea they were the symptoms of diabetes. <laughs> I was like thirsty, I was hungry, I lost a lot of weight. But yeah, I just didn't know anything about T1Ds before all of this happened yeah
0: and you were diagnosed in Taiwan so do you what do you remember about your diagnosis experience and you know how does it compare because I know you live in the U.S. now like how how does it compare to the kind of the care that you've received here now in the United States
1: oh my god I I realized in in Asia or like in Taiwan I was only given just like instructions to do insulin and like what to do when you're low, Just is half sugar. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> I wasn't getting a lot, of, um, a lot of help, I feel like, in Taiwan, compared to the help I'm getting here in the U.S.
0: I, I was going to say, that it's always so interesting to see people's experiences and how they measure up to kind of where we are today in the U.S. because we've had guests before who were either diagnosed internationally because they were on vacation or because they were working. And... Um, You know, it's always interesting to see the comparison of, you know, diabetes education worldwide, because it's very different.
1: Yeah, and then they only have a glucometer and just insulin pen. They don't have CGM or pump there
0: yeah and i I think sometimes we take that for granted here in the united states where you know especially on like on instagram we see everybody with cgms or omnipods or pumps or or smart pens and apps and i think we just assume it's like that everywhere but it's very different from country to country for sure yeah for sure
1: i'm like so grateful for all the technologies i have now Mm-hmm. So
0: you're, you know, you were recently diagnosed, like, uh, coming up on, you know, like you said, end of 2018. So coming up on four years living with diabetes, uh, and you know, I, I, I was telling this kind of before we got on the recording, I've often been quoted saying like you're diagnosed twice kind of once when the doctor tells you and once when you really embrace it and kind of like make it part of your life. So how, how did you decide to to come up with your account type one, Amy, and really share your diabetes with the world?
1: Uh, it's a very really interesting story of how I started Type 1 Amy because I, I was working on this other app. It's called the Diabetes app. It was a project I was working on grad school around after diagnosis. So, and that was like a capstone project I worked on um, with some of my classmates. And it was pretty much an app for diabetics to meet online, it's kind of like Bumble, BFF, or like Tinder for people with, living with diabetes. And so after I I had the app published, I thought that maybe I should like do something to to market this, <laughs> this app. And then I just feel like on top of doing a diabetes project, there's, there's probably like a lot more I can offer online. And... So yeah, I decided to launch Type One Amy with the goal of becoming an influencer. So I just decided to do it and see where it, that it would take me. So I've always been interested in social media and I worked in social media before. And so like I really have a really big passion for it. Um. In terms of come, like doing a college like, different kinds of content creation, so and also I want to be a part of the community. So, so yeah, I'm just I'm just like really happy. Like I started for it. It's a lot of work, obviously, because like of all the all the different videos I have to do, and I have having to do all the research, coming up with the content. But I feel like it's like really rewarding towards the end.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I think people probably have questions of like, you know, you, you create a lot of content a lot of videos and, and, you know, pretty basically, you know, every time I'm on Instagram scrolling through, uh, and I see a diabetes reel, there's a good chance it's going to be you popping up. And, uh, I, I I love your perspective on it. So how much I get, I guess for you, like, where does your inspiration come from? And like, what kind of content do you really like to create? And then Uh, you know, what responses have really, you know, stood out to you uh, since you've been creating content that you really feel like you're making a difference?
1: Yeah, um, I guess. So I was just trying to make all these different contents based on my own experience with diagnosis and just like my day-to-day struggles with diabetes. Um, And also like, I guess just to change all this, I wanted to, to advocate Diabetes, and you know, talk about all the different stigmas of diabetes, which I totally faced at the beginning of diagnosis, especially in Asia. Um, it was really difficult. Um, and yeah, just like I guess, like the more content I create, the more I realized, like, what kind of content people really like. Like, I started to do more blogging and just showing how. The day-to-day lives of um, type 1 diabetes is like and like people really want to see see that and how i manage my diabetes
0: yeah you were talking about stigma in asia uh can you tell us a little bit about how you know diabetes is viewed and type 1 diabetes specifically is viewed in asia and like some of the stigma that uh you know you were facing
1: yeah just like i guess it's also it's pretty common everywhere, but like just, you know, just stigma about you, or you can't eat that, or you can't have sugar, or, you know, it's because you, your lifestyle, like you're now diabetic. <laughs>
0: it seems like, you know, especially life as a diabetes content creator, there's always that education aspect. And like, you're always kind of explaining yourself. I think that's one of the things uh, you know, about the diabetes community that's so welcoming is that you don't have to explain <laughs> diabetes to, to people. Like they already understand it and they can already like latch on. That's always the the, the challenge to just, you know, overcoming the stigma, and, uh, especially when you're like opening yourself up to strangers on the internet. So like for you, like uh, do you ever face some of the, like, you know, opening yourself up to like the general public? Do you ever face like, you know, trolls or people who are uneducated about diabetes online?
1: Yeah, definitely. Like sometimes when a real that does really well, it's a good thing. That for me, it does really well. But also, like Instagram or TikTok, it pushes to a lot of you know people who have no idea about diabetes or, or no. So they so they just leave a lot of different like comments that are ignorant. <laughs> I feel like, and so. Yeah, I guess like it it can be really harsh to me. Like, why why do they say that? But I guess it's also an educational opportunity for me to correct them and you know educate them too.
0: Yeah, it's tough, right? Because like you know you. Have a reel that's like reaching hundreds, of thousands of people, and it's like, well, yeah. mo- most of the you know some of those people then start to not be in the diabetes community. Maybe that's the first video about diabetes they've ever seen.
1: Yeah, I know. Like, I think like one of the my one of my first videos I posted it reached like 100k views or something, and and it was like a post about like things that non-diabetics said to diabetics. Um, and so that that causes a lot of uh, the comfort, controversy in the in the comment section. Um, but yeah, oh well, I have to like even like just disable the commenting because of that.
0: Yeah, sometimes it's just like at some point, you know, like the comments are no longer are, are no longer like you know actionable or you know able able to like change people's minds, and that's that's actually like a thing I say often is like it's very difficult to change people's minds and in internet comments they kind of just come in there with their you know w- with whatever they want
1: yeah
0: what's been one of your favorite uh or maybe unexpected responses from some of your reels
1: uh I guess they all look pretty typical like you know oh you're so young or like <laughs> you're you just probably really have a lot of sugar have like a black sesame, like like sesame oil, have some high black sesame oil and that, that will treat your diabetes or something. (laughs) It's crazy.
0: Yeah, there's never any shortage of uh, strange homeopathic remedies (laughs) that people recommend. So something I think that a lot of people maybe don't understand about being a diabetes creator is like you have to live with diabetes and manage your diabetes. And then also your you know, creative and artistic output is related to diabetes. Do you ever kind of experience any like burnout or like uh, you know, fatigue from like just talking about diabetes and living with diabetes?
1: Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I feel like being a content creator itself can lead to a lot of burnout for sure. And on top of diabetes, which is obviously already causing a lot of burnouts, because as a content creator, you, you kind of have to be on top of your content. You have to post regularly and coming up with ideas and post regularly. Um trying to post every day, but if I'm getting too overwhelmed and you know, burnt out, I would just try to take a step back and you know take a mental health day or something. I think that really, really helps me to move forward. Or else I don't know how I would... Uh, do do this part-time jobs because I do have a full time and this is just my part-time job <laughs> and yeah I'm also diabetic and like obviously I made myself really busy um so just like try to juggle with everything it's very difficult um but so I just ended up putting my mental health first so that you know I that's that way I can function
0: my day to day yeah (laughs) it's such an interesting balance like you know because like you said there's the the demands of uh you know creating content trying to do it every day but then also you know most content creators especially diabetes content creators i know have full-time jobs you know to pay the bills and to you know keep things moving and then they also have to manage their diabetes it can be really tough i've seen like i think over the years So many people like start out like with their accounts, like really, you know, going hard, they've got a lot of content planned and then they run out of steam or they get, you know, real life gets in the way because, uh, or, you know, diabetes burnout comes in because there's just a lot going on all the time.
1: Yeah, I know it's just so much going on. Um, But I feel like what keeps me pushing for is because of this amazing community. Uh, diabetes community they're just so supportive and I just crazy to see there's a, so many how many followers like are out there or how many people are interested in to see more of my content so I just I feel really I feel like really rewarded too it only not only helps me but it also helps them so um, it's definitely a mutual benefit.
0: yeah I think like yeah and that's like a super positive outcome right of of the community and there's like so many negative things about diabetes that you can focus on but meeting friends with diabetes and like you know connecting with people online is definitely a super positive
1: yeah i know i i got to meet so many diet like diabetes like in person too and like i'm not, not only online but like i was able to meet my one of my first uh closest diabetes they're also um, in Orange County so they're like not too far from me so I got like I'm super happy with my decision to set up Type 1 Navy
0: yeah because like you know meeting uh, I think especially like when you meet other creators or people that you just met through Instagram or online like meeting them in person is like such a cool moment You know, and I feel like in LA like LA Orange County like Southern California like there's so many cool like people with diabetes who do awesome things
1: yeah, yeah, for sure. It's like definitely very different when you meet another diabetic in person. It's just like, I feel like oh, you, you, when you meet, you just kind of know them for, a, you feel like you know them for a long time, <laughs> even though we just met, you know.
0: Yeah, you get to skip that. You get to skip all like the explanation. Uh, it's funny, you know, the the person who introduced you and I, and this is, you know, just a story for you guys on, on listening to the podcast. So Emily Krinsky, uh, her maiden name was Swan Cut. She was like the third ever guest on this podcast. Like, so like 250 episodes ago, she was like one of my first guests, one of my first friends with diabetes, because for the first few years that I lived with diabetes, I didn't really know anyone. And there was no Instagram back then. So, you know, there was no way, you know, I, I hadn't like tried to connect with people. And so it was cool that she introduced us while you were working on the Diabuddies app. And, uh, you know, now to a couple of years later, get to uh, have you back on the podcast and talk about, you know, you as a diabetes creator is, you know, really just represented to me, like, a, you know, making a friend with diabetes and the diabetes community can lead you to places you never would have expected. So it's just really exciting.
1: Yeah, I know. It's really exciting because I like, am I know Emily through her husband. she Her husband was my classmate when I was working on this project, so that was, like, really exciting. I was at USC um, doing master- my master's program at the time, when right? That's when I met him. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: just such a small world, and, like, when you have diabetes, like, you're automatically, like, just one step away from, like, meeting like almost everybody else. Yeah, I
1: know. Yeah. She's, like, one of, probably one of my, the first diabetics I met as well,
0: Yeah. You, uh, you never forget your first uh, friend. She's about to have her second baby. So, uh, you know, congrats (laughs) to the Krinsky's.
1: Um,
0: so for you, like, if you could go back and like tell yourself like four years ago when you were diagnosed, like what would you, what would you go back? And like, is there any like advice that you would give your younger self? Like, as you were kind of like starting out your life with diabetes.
1: Um, I've, yeah i think there's like a lot i would say to myself because at the time of diagnosis i was struggling with a lot with like anxiety and depression and i think it's very really common to a lot of newly diagnosed diabetics and so i would just tell myself like you know just take one day at a time and you know it's gonna get better no matter what you get better at managing it it's not your diabetes is not gonna go away but you're gonna get really good at figuring things out at the
0: end so that's great advice i i think so often like it's so overwhelming at the beginning and you have to remember that like you're a beginner and you will get better at it and uh you know just just like anything else it's just um you know it takes time and effort and energy but you can do it
1: yeah Uh, yeah it's really hard but i feel like um it's just something that
0: you just have to learn.
1: <laughs> Most of the time, on your own, on your own.
0: <laughs> and if you were, if you were gonna get, if if one of your like fans or followers was listening to this and they were thinking like, man, I wanna, I wanna be a diabetes content creator. Like, I wanna like tell my story and share my share my perspective with the community. Like, what advice would you have to somebody who is like just ready to get started? If uh,
1: you want to start to become a content creator in the diabetes space I was say just start sharing whatever just start posting and I'm um, right now Instagram is really pushing reels, so I recommend you do more reels <laughs> and just really just try to show your story and tell your story and um you know and don't be afraid to to share all of your different struggles with your diabetes and it just I think it's a really good way to connect with the diabetes community
0: in the end. Yeah, I totally agree. I think like you may look at it, you may be out there listening and saying, oh, well, there's a lot of people already, but there's nobody that's you, you know what I mean? So uh, I think that's one of the cool things about being a content creator is y- you get to share your perspective and that's, that's it. I mean, that's, that's what makes you unique. And that's what kind of makes you stand out as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, well, cool. Well, uh, Amy, I want to thank you so much for your time today. Um, and, you know, for for all of us out there living with diabetes, I know uh, Eritrea and, and my wife was like, just tell Amy how much we love her videos and, and to keep doing what you're doing. So thank you so much for giving of yourself and and for the community. And, uh, you know, I know there's there's so many of us out there who enjoy watching your videos and your content. So thanks so much for all that you do for people with diabetes. Yeah, thanks so much
1: for having me.